Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, in today's episode, we're talking about why you need a new midlife operating system in midlife. Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle, with over a million downloads and counting. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor, and I'm so glad to be here with you again. Now, this podcast episode was inspired by my observations and experience of coaching midlife women now for about nine years. In fact, I have made a lot of personal observations about my life too, because it completely changed 10 years ago this week when I was unceremoniously laid off from my long-term job of 19 years. I didn't even realize the anniversary was this week until just now when I was prepping this episode. Now, this week in 2013 was a game changer for me because, as you may know, I was stuck for quite some time. My scary layoff was actually the gift I couldn't give myself. What I mean was that the experience of getting laid off became the biggest, most fantastic, meaningful gift that I really was too afraid to give to myself. That is specifically giving myself permission to do two things. One was to become an entrepreneur. I had been dabbling and fascinated by being an entrepreneur since I was 12, and two, to get training to work directly with people in some way, something that I wanted to do since college, but I didn't quite have the nerve. I, You know, when I think about it, it's kind of surprising to me, but whatever, I know, I didn't have the nerve. <laughs> and at that painfully stressful time, I didn't know then what I discovered a few months later, and that was that becoming a coach was the perfect fit for me my skills and my interests, and in fact, was even something I was doing for years in some capacity without even knowing it. So since I launched my business as a life coach, I knew I really wanted to work directly with midlife women like me. I was stuck. I was doing the same thing for a long time professionally, and my first chickadee was flying out of the coop as my nest began to empty. I had been through some difficult wake-up calls as well, and I felt more stress, confusion, and fear than ever before. (laughs) Gruesome. And the bottom line was that I could see if I didn't make some changes, I might have regrets about what I didn't do, didn't try, didn't say, didn't plan, and so on. Something was different. I could sense it. The old ways to figure things out didn't work anymore. I was stuck in an old operating system that wasn't really working for me at this age and stage of life. I had to bust out of my midlife funk first (laughs) before I helped other amazing women in the middle do the same thing. And I needed some coaching help to do that. That's for sure. Like I really was in it. And when I did, it was like the heavens opened up from above, (laughs) kind of like la, like the cartoon and sitcom music, that sort of thing. Something huge shifted in the right direction. And I finally got the clarity I was so desperately searching for. And since then, I've met and worked with hundreds and hundreds of women in the middle, and I see what's going on with the stuckness, the lack of clarity, and the unproductive habits and narratives that are getting in the way, just like they're likely getting in your way. 
So here's the thing. You may not even appreciate how much this kind of thinking is blocking you because the old operating system is so much a part of your mindset. You're essentially running your life by, you know, a lot of old thinking that you became familiar with when you grew up in the 70s and thought it was the best way to live and to thrive. In midlife, a lot of the way we think has been going on for decades. I see it all the time, though. The old way of thinking is getting in your way when you're dealing with your empty nest, when you're having milestone birthdays, when you're thinking about aging, when your parents are aging and needing more support, when you're not taking care of yourself, when you're in menopause, when you're in relationships, when you're defining success, when you're thinking about retirement, and when you're thinking about options and possibilities in your life. When you're rushing around multitasking and thinking you're amazing because you're multitasking, when you're full of self-judgment, when you're people-pleasing, when you aren't in touch with your current values and priorities, when you're negotiating your salary, when you're dreaming about changing careers, when you're thinking about finally becoming an entrepreneur, and so on and so on and scooby-dooby-dooby. <laughs> and I hope that's going to be in your head now too, like it was for me for the last couple of days when I was thinking about it. <laughs> So there really is a lot going on. And while there are lots of differences and unique aspects to your experience, there are similarities too. And that's why I want to talk to you today about what I think is really helpful concept for you to regret-proof your life and the way you're making a professional contribution, including as an entrepreneur. I'm calling it a new midlife operating system, and I can't wait to tell you why you need to create one for yourself. But just quick, before we go deeper into this whole topic, I have a new opportunity to tell you about. I have a new sister podcast called Women in the Middle Entrepreneurs, and I'm currently looking for guests. So if you're a woman in the middle who's 50 plus and also an entrepreneur or business owner who's actively dealing with navigating around and through classic midlife-related obstacles and challenges while you're trying to run your business, this new podcast is especially for you. So if you want to be a guest, head over to www.midlifeinterviews.com. Okay, now let's get back to this new concept I'm calling New Midlife Operating System. <laughs> That's what I want to go a little deeper on and more importantly, talk about why you need to do an update. This concept has a broad application too, and I love that. So I know you'll be able to relate to it. So I want to start by saying something and it's not earth shattering or anything, but it's an important part of this whole thing. Here goes. You're not as young as you used to be, and you likely need a change or an update of some kind in midlife. <laughs> so I told you it's not earth shattering. But here's what I mean. Of course, you agree that you're aging, but you're also probably surprising yourself about how much and how fast time goes by lately. And you know what? You're in good company. As I mentioned, I've been working with midlife women on the tiny little goal of loving their lives after 50 now for years. And I've noticed a few things, a few important patterns of what's getting in the way of you getting more excited about your life at this stage. So these observations all feed into this concept of why you need a new midlife operating system. So I've identified 10 of them. Here we go. First, there's often a disconnect between how you feel and what you do. You probably still feel like you're in your 30s or so. I get it. Me too. And while this may not seem problematic at first, this mindset may in fact be influencing a disconnection with some of the physical reality of what you're experiencing at your actual age and stage of life. For example, if you pride yourself on showing up and having a youthful mindset, 
you may not fully appreciate how your energy level may have changed in menopause or after menopause. You may know that I interview a lot of midlife women who are entrepreneurs, and this is one of the most common things that they're mentioning. It can be a problem because they haven't created a workable schedule or calendar to accommodate what might work best for them physically and emotionally, right? So if your energy's low, maybe you need to rejig your calendar to accommodate. I remember this kind of thing happening to me too when I got into playing tennis. It didn't take me long to develop tennis elbow. My mindset was, well, I'm not going to let that pain get in my way. And it never even occurred to me that that strategy may not be helpful for me at my age of over 50. It didn't even occur to me. And what did I know about tennis elbow? I was new to tennis. I just decided that I knew what was going on. And it didn't even occur to me that I'm a different age now and it may be something else. I don't know. It was just a different mindset. Second, here we go. You're likely running your life, business, and or career on autopilot in many ways. Now, autopilot thinking is when you just do what you're used to doing, think what you're used to thinking without the awareness that you may be thinking or doing it out of habit. One of the ways that you may be on autopilot is reacting or responding rather than creating. A couple of quick examples would be when you keep doing something without thinking about if you even like doing it that way or continuing that way. For me, I stayed in my job about five years longer than I should have. I've heard this about relationships too and volunteer commitments. It could even be the way you allocate money to your wardrobe, right? So you're just like doing things and keeping things the same without even allowing things to register and checking in with yourself. Another example might be responding to job listings versus networking to create opportunities. I see that happening. Or socializing when asked versus doing the asking. The point really isn't about what it is. It's about how aware you are of your thoughts about how you do or don't do what it is that you really want to do. (laughs) Okay, third, you may not be as clear about what you want as what you don't want at this stage of life. This one has to do with allowing yourself to dream and really imagine happiness and fulfillment. Like seriously imagine it. So do you know what you really want? What would make your heart sing? When I asked myself heart sing, that got to me so much more than what do I really want? What do I dream about doing? What would be joyful? When I thought what would make my heart sing so much that I might tear up, an idea came. And for me, I've told you about it uh, on another episode, but it was about when I reimagined going back on the whale watch that I did 30 years ago. But what is this for you? Where do you want to travel to? What experiences do you want to have with your family? What don't you want to regret? One example I hear about all the time from my community is that they don't want to travel alone. They're very clear about that, but are they equally clear about what they really want to do? So much so that they prioritize it no matter what. The other part of this one is to sense what it is that you want, but resist allowing that naysayer thought to squish down your dream before it really sees the light of day. Thoughts like, that'll never work. It's too expensive. You won't be able to do that. One example of this has to do with becoming an entrepreneur. It can be scary and the fear is often fueled by this kind of thinking. But what about getting super clear on what you want and why? Fourth, not taking care of yourself. This is a big one. It's something that most of you want, 
but so many aren't prioritizing. Why? Because you say you're too busy or it's too hard. Those are the two thoughts that I hear the most. And they are huge reasons why you create the result that you have, which might be that you're not getting enough sleep or you're not drinking enough water, you're not moving your body or fueling your body in a way that demonstrates real self-care. Women in my community have also shared that they resisted going to the bathroom when they had to because they felt too busy. So that's what I'm talking about in number four. Okay, fifth, you aren't as intentional about relationships as you want to be. Now, this typically comes up about spouses, grandchildren, adult children, elderly parents, and friends. It's common to feel too busy or to simply be unaware that you need to take more intentional action as the years are flying by. Sixth, you're still putting everyone first. Now, this is so classic. So many of you are in the sandwich generation squished between the lettuce, tomato, parents, and kids. These are also boundary issues and a heaping dose of guilt that gets smeared on too. <laughs> like it's all in there. And this one's complex because family is likely a priority, but you're asked to do a lot of things. You're expected to do a lot of things and you expect yourself to do a lot of things. What's often missing is clarity around what you want to do and how you want to do it. Seventh is all about the lack of internal accountability. As a midlife woman using an old operating system, you're likely awesome about making commitments to others. But when it comes to making a commitment to yourself, even about going to bed on time, it can be more challenging. The example I always give to my clients is to think about the difference in commitment between picking up one of your kids from the airport at a certain day and time versus going to the gym at a certain day and time. Highly likely you'll be on time at the airport. Like that commitment to do that thing for your kid feels different. You know you're gonna do it when you commit versus sometimes when you go to the gym or make some kind of um, other commitment to yourself, uh, you know, there's some wiggle room there. So that really feels different and that's what number seven is about. Okay, the eighth one, lack of current career goals. I've noticed that in midlife, our goals aren't always updated the way they could be. Perhaps you haven't taken the time to really process what you want out of the way you make a professional contribution at this time in life. And this includes as an entrepreneur, as an employee, as a professional volunteer, right? It's all those things. It may have changed. You may be starting something new and you may wanna wrap up something old. You may want part-time, you may want to be thinking about retirement, and it also may be affected by what else is going on in your family, with parents, with in-laws, with adult kids, with grandchildren. There's so much going on, but sometimes we don't update the career goals in light of all of it. Now, the ninth thing, no clarity around your dream lifestyle. This one's a little similar to number three, which is clarity around what you want, but this one's more centered around your day-to-day. What is your ideal day like? Do you know? Do you think it's possible? Is being joyful and experiencing pleasure part of your priorities? If not, why not? Does it feel like it's extra? (laughs) If you feel like you're caught up in the hustle culture, ask yourself why. Why are you showing up that way? Do you think that this is the only way to work? If you want to work part-time, what does that mean for your career? If you want to live or spend time near the ocean so that you can take regular walks on the beach, are you also making plans to support that priority? If hiking is part of your future plan, are you making decisions now 
to help your body stay in shape to do that. So many of you aren't clear about what options you actually have to make amazing decisions that are in alignment with your dream lifestyle. And here we go, the 10th one, you're not actually living in the present moment. Are you aware of what it feels like to to be present? Do you know what that feels like? Things like being focused on attaining end goals rather than also appreciating the skill development phase of the thing you're doing. Uh, For example, that can take you right out of the present moment. What about thinking about being present when you're doing the thing or when you're learning the thing and not just finishing the thing or getting there, attaining the goal? That's a huge difference. Now, another thing that can take you out is being in self-judgment. It can take you out of the present moment. One time I was focusing on doing daily push-ups, doing 10 push-ups a day, and I couldn't believe how judgmental and critical I was about my form. Why didn't I pick a more challenging goal? And so on. And I learned how much I was not in the present moment. It was so different once I dialed that in. Now, another thing that I'm sure you'll be able to relate to is if you're addicted to your phone or to social media, scrolling, something like that. If that's part of your life, you're likely struggling with being in the present moment. Same with multitasking. If you have a compelling urge to multitask, it's, I think it's impossible to be in the present moment. Multitasking is tricky because so many of us get super excited about being super efficient and super productive. And we think that multitasking is the thing that's going to get us there. Now, this is, like I said, it's a huge thing. If you're doing all this, you are not in the present moment. Um, you're likely starting to sense that if you don't dial up the heat on these kinds of things, you run the risk of preventing yourself from happiness, contentment, and gratitude that you know you'll feel from being a woman who shows up fully present and connected to the people and things going on around her. So if that's someone that you want to be on purpose, this old operating system won't work for your future self. It won't. So there you go. You've just heard a brief summary of why the old operating system doesn't work at this age and stage the way it used to. Growing up in the 60s and 70s like we did really influenced us. Let's just say that we grew up so differently than our kids in almost every way. (laughs) I think I'll do a whole episode about this another time, but for now, I think you can appreciate that things were pretty different about 50 years ago. And that's, you know, we've been kicking around for a while now. I always think about the first time I went to Space Mountain in Disney World and how futuristic that display was. You know, at the end of Space Mountain, you were on that moving sidewalk thing and you got to go past that futuristic George Jetson family looking kitchen area. And uh, I mean, that was just so fascinating I was completely taken in by that. Now, I just heard that this is all reimagined and there's no more moving sidewalk. (laughs) I looked it up when I was preparing uh, to talk to you about this. And kids today laugh when they see old movies that we thought were so high tech with amazing uh, special effects. And I'm sure, you know, what we thought was futuristic is ridiculous now. It's just so different. But this is a big part of the problem. Things really are different, but you're thinking isn't always as different as you might imagine it would be. And it sneaks in and affects your life today. So one thought I just remembered is related to number two about autopilot thinking. When my kids talk about their jobs, I notice that I have autopilot thinking about paying your dues and what that meant back in the day. So were you like that? Did you think, uh, yeah, you just got to pay your dues? 
when it comes to a job or a career, you have to pay your dues. <laughs> so newsflash, a lot of young adults don't think this way now. And they point it out. <laughs> so that's an autopilot um, thought that I have. It really is. So anyway, I'd like to make the case that it just may be time for something new for midlife women. And I'm suggesting some changes that you can make to improve the way you live your life and run your business so you don't have regrets. And I'm calling it a new midlife operating system. I think women in the middle may be operating from old software and it's time for a software upgrade to look at things differently. Like maybe it's floppy disks or something. I don't know, the old stuff. (laughs) So if you resonated with the 10 aspects of your life that I reviewed a few minutes ago, that they may not be as good as they could be, or that they may not be as useful as they could be, or that you have some problems in there too, or there's a good chance you're living your life and perhaps running your business based on an old operating system, guess what? You're not alone. And it just may not be as great as it could be with that old system kicking around because it's foundational. It's ingrained. The way you're running your life and business in this midlife chapter just may not be cutting the mustard. Think about how it's all applying to you. What so many of us midlife gals have been doing is just going along on autopilot, doing the next thing with the kids, your career, your business, whatever, responding, staying busy, but not pausing long enough to really think and reflect. I remember when I first realized this, I heard someone talking about the Grand Canyon. I was like, I can't wait to go to the Grand Canyon. I really want to go to the Grand Canyon, but hey. I haven't even thought about when or how I would get to the Grand Canyon. And the kids were in high school and starting to go to university and I was turning 50 and it wasn't even on my agenda. That shocked me. Something I really wanted to do, I'd given no thought to how it was going to happen. And stuff doesn't happen by accident. It doesn't improve by accident, but we're just rolling along and time is flying. We're putting other people first, reacting to what life throws our way, raising families, establishing our profession, starting our own business, running around being too busy, and basically doing all the things that are expected of us, essentially being a good girl, a highly productive, contributive kind of good girl. And when you stop to think about it, you really have to ask yourself why? Because in midlife, it's pretty common for a couple of huge things to happen that will affect you in huge ways. You're older, you've had a couple of milestone birthdays, like turning 50, 60, 70, and those can be wake-up calls in and of themselves. And then there are health scares and illnesses that pop up with you and your loved ones. Speaking of loved ones, your family members, young and old, are older. So your kids may have flown out of the nest and you're aging, and perhaps elderly parents may need you more. The whole sandwich generation thing can blow up. How will you manage? What backup plan do you have? How flexible are you? Who else can help or lead? Menopause happened or is happening. And there can be a lot going on with that, like weight gain, less energy, sleep changes, and perhaps mysterious related symptoms that take some time to sort out. It can affect you in your life and your business. And if you're an entrepreneur, It can really be a problem because you're the one trying to run your business and it can really get in the way. What wiggle room have you created for yourself when you're not feeling your best? You're getting closer to making decisions about pre-retirement or retirement and what that looks like for you. What will you do? What will you learn? What will your days be like? If you have a spouse or partner, how will that affect your day to day? 
If you're an entrepreneur, you might be thinking about scaling or changing your business plan a bit to create more time and less work in the coming years, perhaps even selling your business. You might be gearing up while others around you, like your friends, your spouse, might be gearing down. I hear that all the time. This is common as a midlife entrepreneur, and you can plan better for this phase. But are you? Are you open to what's really possible? You might be thinking about activating those bucket list ideas that may include moving, traveling, spending more time on hobbies and passions. What does this mean for you at this age and stage? Do you think the sky is the limit? Do you feel excited about what you can plan and make happen? Or are you feeling like it's too hard to plan, too difficult to get to, too complicated to make happen, too much to commit to, that sort of thing? You can work on this stuff, but are you? You're feeling super busy and can't imagine keeping this pace up. You're concerned about burning out and know that something has to change. Why are you in this situation in the first place? What are you thinking that's pushing you in the direction you've been going? That can change too, but do you see the real risks you're playing with to your health and happiness? Essentially, so many of us have built our lives based on an old operating system created by other people from another time with different reference points, technology, values, and culture, and it's so much a part of our thinking today. Seriously, just think, the Brady Bunch family used to be pretty normal, as fun as it is to watch, and I do think it's still fun to watch. (laughs) Are you living a life anything close to Carol and Mike Brady? I doubt it. So you might be wondering, what does a new midlife operating system even look like? Well, that's a good question. The first thing is that it's customizable and will look different for every individual. But what's common is that it's based on the principles of being more holistic, integrated, healthy, and intentional. And I think many would agree in today's world, and especially at this age and stage, physical and mental health matters, what you eat matters, how you work matters, where you work matters, actively taking care of yourself matters, flexibility matters, feeling fulfilled matters, having peace of mind matters, and not having regrets matters. So how do you create a new midlife operating system? What can you do in your life and your career, especially as an entrepreneur where you have more decision-making power to create and run your life the way you want to run your life? What does your software upgrade look like and feel like? Well, my amazing woman in the middle, I've been working on this solution for quite some time now. Your new midlife operating system is based in what I like to call the fun process. (laughs) And I hope that that name eases your mind about how to move forward and doesn't stress you out. I hope it just really calms you down. And it's the fun process, F-U-N. Now, remember, I said that your new midlife operating system is based in a holistic, integrated, healthy, and intentional uh, way, and that these principles help you get clear about your priorities so you regret-proof your life. So with these principles in mind, here's what the fun process is all about. We're going to start with F. F stands for find your thoughts. This is about doing a deep dive into your midlife stuckness or murkiness or even confusion or obliviousness so that you discover what's holding your back. Finding your thoughts, being aware of your thoughts is key. Okay, now the U stands for understand what you want. Identify your priorities for your future so that you don't have regrets. All kinds of priorities, but it's time to put your stake in the sand 
and take a personal stand for what's truly important to you. Now, the N stands for Nurture Commitment. Learn how to follow through so you can get what you want. Now, this is where the rubber can really hit the road. This is where planning ahead becomes a superpower and you become the CEO of your life by learning how to increase self-accountability and having your own back. Now, I know that that's an expression about having your own back, but it's really it's really like that if you think about it. It's you taking care of you. It's you really believing and following through in the idea that what you identify as a priority deserves your protection and attention and that you owe it to yourself. You become a boundary setting queen. <laughs> now, I always say that doing this work makes you the queen of your brain domain. And here it is rolled up into something I'm calling the fun process to help you grow forward. So again, F stands for find your thoughts. U stands for understand what you want. And N stands for nurture your commitment. So that's really what I wanted to share with you today. I hope that this concept gives you something to think about. I also hope that it opens you up to being more curious and compassionate about why you might be challenged a bit here and there when it comes to you creating the life and perhaps business that you want. A new and successful midlife operating system should be able to create and support the balance you're looking for and craving. It might be work-life balance or volunteer life balance or even family life balance. The idea is more balance, more peace. And you really do owe this to yourself. If you don't focus on it, it won't happen by accident. That is for sure. Okay, that's it for this episode. I gave you a lot to think about. So as you know, this podcast is all about how to love your life again after 50. It's really all about coaching you to be more intentional and to incorporate mindfulness into your life as a regular practice. And mindfulness is the key ingredient to regret-proofing your life. It's absolutely integral to creating a new midlife operating system for sure. This is how you put yourself on your agenda. Now, my focus as your midlife coach is to help you get unstuck, clear, and focused on your current values and priorities so you don't have regrets. You can absolutely create less busy and more balance. The bottom line is that you know you're meant for more and you don't want to waste valuable time. So if you're ready to make some important changes with a new midlife operating system so you can be way more clear about what you want and how to get there, I can help you create the success you're craving. I really can. That's why I created the Women in the Middle Academy with you in mind because it's a warm, supportive, and fun coaching community of like-minded women who grow forward together so you feel great about your future. Email me your questions and let's talk about it and see if it's for you. Go ahead and book your free no obligation momentum call at www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com. For show notes and links, head over to www.susierosenstein.com and click the podcast tab and look for episode 305. And if you're interested in applying to be a guest on my new podcast, Women in the Middle Entrepreneurs, head over to www.midlifeinterviews.com and apply. Thanks so much for listening. It's time for you to put yourself first one thought at a time. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and I'll talk to you next week. 